build-up, the suspense, the anticipation, where there's smoke, there's fire. On December 4, 1971, Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention had a concert in Lake Geneva. A deranged fan set off a flare gun, which started a fire, and the whole casino burnt down. At the same time, there was a group recording there, Deep Purple, and they saw the whole thing. They saw the smoke on the water. And, of course, you know where I'm going with that. One of the all-time great rock songs, Smoke on the Water, Deep Purple. And I thought it was kind of fitting to use that song. We've had three summits now in Geneva. In 1955, President Eisenhower and Premier Nikola Bulganin in 1985, President Ronald Reagan and General Secretary Mikhail Gorbachev. And now we've had President Biden and President Putin with a summit in Lake Geneva. And talking about buildup and smoke where there's fire, Russia held drills in the Barents Sea yesterday. And in a hypothetical sub-attack, anti-sub ship sank a sub, hypothetically. Also had military drills near Hawaii four to five hundred miles away but that's considered close and we scrambled jets while that was going on we also have sent ships in the last few days to the south china sea which would be closer to the russian coast iran is sending ships over to south america it's going on all over the place so maybe the smoke's clearing a little bit but one of the things that they talked about was the cyber attacks it's kind of interesting. You know, we should be furious. Russia has been attacking our pipelines, meatpacking plants, and hundreds of other businesses and government entities. But wait a minute. They're saying we need to quit hacking them. What don't we know? Well, remember Edward Snowden? And in 2013, he went to Hong Kong, and then he flew straight to Russia. He gave some information to a bunch of journalists in Hong Kong that showed we had been hacking China since 2009. That all came out in 2013. In 2019, we hacked Iran's military system. That one's a fact. So it does seem that it goes both ways, but... We don't always hear the rest of it. We hear just the part we're supposed to hear. Now, these are all people we elected to office. We're a democracy. We should not be holding back information. We need to know what's going on. I don't think that this is anything new in history. I think there's a lot of things going on in the world that we don't know the whole story. Kind of like the Russian dissident Alexei Novotny and how horrible it is that they have arrested him. And during the summit, President Putin said it was similar to America's BLM movement. And Biden said, oh, it's not the same thing. I don't know how you can even compare the two. Well, we did a little checking on it. And according to the protest numbers, and this is not coming from Russia. Russia says like some of the big protests have been like 4,000 people. 4,000 protesters, but according to like BBC and Al Jazeera, they say the number's closer to 40,000. Well, 40,000 compared to BLM's protest here, oh, we don't hold a candle to it. I mean, that's pretty impressive, 40,000 people protesting. Maybe it's a good thing that Antifa and BLM don't look at what's going on around the world. 
might have changed all the protests and riots here quite a bit. Looks like Russia really knows what they're doing when they have protests. Interestingly enough, and we don't know, but we could not find any information on destruction, property damage, uh, violence, except for between the protesters and uh, the police officers. So it doesn't look like there's a whole lot, but I can't say that for sure. We're, we're still checking on it. But we have heard, and this has also been reported by TOSS News, that thousands of people have been arrested. And we in the United States hear that and we think, well, that is horrible. We didn't have that many people arrested with BLM. You know, our protest, it might be, you know, a few here and there, never more than in the hundreds. Uh, I can't think of any case right now that's been, except for the Capitol riot, uh, more than the hundreds. Comparing thousands to hundreds is a whole different thing. So we checked a little more. As of 2021, the current numbers, people incarcerated in Russia per 100,000 people per capita is 341 per 100,000. So we went a little farther. We checked China, 121 per 100,000. The UK, 114 per 100,000. The US, 639 per 100,000, almost double what Russia is. So we hear how horrible it is that they're arresting thousands of people at these protests, and yet the numbers aren't even close to what we have here. So does Russia not have enough law enforcement there, or is there less violence, the people are nicer? Do we have too much law enforcement? Or do we have more violence, more criminals in the United States? I think that topic would be good for a show. It's interesting and something to think about. Again, propaganda, disinformation, whatever you want to call it, we are not getting the whole story. Now, I am not saying I'm pro-Russia by any means. I'm USA all the way. This is our country. We have a great country. Yes, we have problems. We need to fix a lot of things, but it still is our country and we will prevail. But we need to have more information. It's not okay if a country cyber attacks us, but it's okay if we cyber attack another country. We shut down our own pipeline to fix the global problem in our world, but we okayed and took the sanctions off of the pipeline in Russia. That was leading up to the summit. So back to the summit. I don't know if this one was the meeting of the two great powers to set the world on fire. I know, dark humor, sorry. But it was a start. Maybe to see a little diplomacy. Time will tell. We'll see what happens from this. But I do believe that it was a good thing for both presidents not to have a joint conference with the media after the summit. I think that would have just turned into an actual pissing match. You know, take things slow. See what happens and move on. And this wasn't much of a road trip. A lot of running around, getting ready for the next trip. It's a Father's Day weekend trip. And I want to give a shout out to the San Francisco Bay Area. Thank you for listening. And I'm really kind of excited to say thank you, Moscow. That's really cool. We've got listeners and subscribers in Moscow. But we're resilient. We will persevere. And our country will carry on. You're listening so are we.